everybody welcome to the cult classic podcast let me try that again hello hello everybody <laughs> welcome to what you watch in the bonus content from cult classic podcast cameron jones here along with my co-host mark nussel jordan jones mushy strip i've watched a lot of things so let's start with something weird called mississippi grind it's like a gambling movie starring ryan reynolds and someone else i can't remember off the top of my head but it's just weird because ryan reynolds character is almost like Ryan, what year did this come out? Uh, 2019. Oh, I guess 2015. But Ryan Gosling is playing, or Ryan Reynolds is playing kind of a Ryan Gosling from Crazy Stupid Love, where he's very put together. And I just don't exactly know why he's helping this degenerate gambler the whole time. It's weird. It's weird. But I'm a sucker for a gambling movie. So if you're in for a long, dry poker movie, check out Mississippi Grind. I feel like I've heard of that one. Yeah, and I've heard, I feel like it's on people's top like top list, like obviously behind rounders. And it's it's being featured right now on like a top ten on one of the mainstreamers, which is why I got sucked into it. But it's definitely showing up on my HBO Max quite a bit. I may check it out, although again, it's not no a spoiler. great movie, but it is a gambling movie. So take that as you will. I'm a sucker for those. It's got one of those uh, high critic score, low um, audience score. So hmm. to me, that sounds like well made. A little boring. Yep, that's a hundred percent what it is. Yeah, that's a hundred. That's exactly what, it what critic. It's like this is a good movie. Just give it a chance. But then fans are like, I thought this was supposed to be about gambling, um, and I may check it out for that reason. You might like yeah, it. Sorry, it's out. not twenty one. You know. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I bet twenty one's gonna be seventies all the way across. Critics and users. What about you boys? What have you been watching? I have a bunch to go through. I've been watching um, a new Hulu show. Uh, called The Patient with Steve Carell. Oh, yeah, I've been oh, seeing nice. ads for that one. It just came out, though. So there's only, if you started now, there's only three episodes, and they're only, like, 21 minutes each. Oh, thank God. So, like, you can binge, I mean, can't binge it, but you can get through those three episodes pretty quickly. And I'm just spoiled because usually I'm just used to shows now in our day and age coming out with, like, a full season. So it's kind of annoying waiting, like, a week at a time for the next episode, especially when they're 20 minutes. Yeah. I do somewhat respect the week by week. Um, I get that way. I, I respect it. I totally do. It, it is fun, though. It's just because of the binge the entire season, you really do need the recap at the beginning of the episode. True. Yes. Like, that is important. Uh, what happened last week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching this show. Okay. Steve Carell's in it. Let's watch That's, it. Yeah. It's... Uh, there's not really much humor in it. It's pretty pretty much just a drama. Yeah, it looks pretty um, serious, but it looks good. Kind of on that yeah. same vein of not, like, serious. But, like, I've been... I, I finished Miracle Worker Season 3. But those are just, like, 20-minute episodes and, like, I don't know, like, t- like eight episodes a season. So, in reality, I'm just watching kind of a funny two-hour movie. And, like, yeah. honestly, if we're going to elongate things into series for content, let's do it like that. Let's make episodes shorter. Let's condense it into what a movie is and what we're missing anyway. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of that method, kind of. But I do get the frustration of not being able to binge when they're that I recommend short. it. It's, I recommend it. Um, no, I, I, like the, I like the not binging. Get a couple episodes in and then come back. See if you like it. And then, yeah. They did that also with, um, I think, a lot of the Hulu shows, but... What you do, or only murders in the building that did that as well. I will get back to that. It's it's about a murderer. He basically he basically captures uh, his therapist um, and chains him in the ba- chains him in the basement to try to help him to not 
keep committing these murders. So it's kind of an interesting premise. I jump into that, Jordan. What about you? What you watching? Um, the main thing I've watched this week started a new show called White Lotus because Megs and I just got HBO Max back and we're trying to have something on in the background while we're you know looking I've at our seen kids. that thumbnail. What's it about? Not sure yet. Okay. I think it's a mystery. <laughs> trying to figure it out. It's definitely got a score like it's a mystery, but okay. I don't know. I'll tell you if I liked it. Still haven't watched um, Finding Neverland. Like I'll let you know next in. week. Yeah, like one and a half. I like the first episode. They're on an island. It's a resort. And um, we know that from the beginning of the show, this is no spoiler, people come back from that island and somebody died. So we don't know who it is yet. Uh-huh. I think that's the big mystery of it. So I'm kind of liking it. I like mystery. Nice. I think yeah, that's a new. Too. I wish I had HBO Max now. Uh, well, it's all going to be but... going to uh, Discovery Plus soon. So just uh, head your bets and buy that. Also watch that Elvis movie to bed like four times. Oh, funny that you bring that up. Nicole and I put the Elvis movie on two nights ago, but we got 20 minutes in and we we're like, shit, we could have sworn we were at least halfway and it's like a fifth of the way. So we decided to do it like a series and we split it up and we went <laughs> on to something new. Well, at least with that one, it's the continuous story is it's Elvis's life to a certain point. So I mean, you, you can th- do it in segments. I've, I've been griping about this for a couple of weeks, but I think I kind of hate musical biopics. And this one's kind of no different from the moment it started. I was kind of just like, Ugh. and it's fine. If it's you don't well like them, I mean, if you don't like them, you're not going to like this one, which is what I think most of the problem is. is. But it's just I don't know. It seems it's just very long and and I'm not interested, but I'll, I'll finish it at some point over the course of like six weeks. Uh, did anybody check out that top 10 uh, night t- or day shift with uh, Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco? No, is that on Netflix? Not. Yeah, it's Netflix original. Uh, I've been just honestly hitting up a bunch of the original content, Netflix top 10 shit recently, but it's it's a vampire movie. Jamie Foxx, he's like the day shift of vampire hunters. He's like, he, he's trying to earn his way back on the forest. Dave Franco's like a clerical guy that gets put out in the field with him. It's not great. It's fine. It it's, seems like it's a little bit funny. Not as much as you'd want. That's, I think, the biggest problem. It should be a hmm. riotous comedy, but it's just kind of like an action chuckler. There's not too many laugh-out-loud huge moments. But, I mean, it's fine. It's entertaining. It's just not great. I also finally checked uh, out that uh, Megan Fox movie that everyone was talking about on the top ten, uh, Till Death. Basic concept of that is... Uh, her husband handcuffs him oh, to her, chained to him. Yeah. and then he kills himself, and then she is trapped to his dead body and needs to escape from, you know, more things ensue and more things happen. But is this weekend Bernie's or more like uh, no, dramatic? it's teen slasher. But honestly, it I didn't hate no, it. No, it was entertaining. It was good for what it was because I mean, it, it was a teen slasher kind of movie. But here's one thing I will say out of this: Megan Fox yells "fuck" like at least three times that are so guttural that I turned to Nicole and was like, "Wow, I really believe that delivery." Like, I don't know if she's a good actress, but that was a really good scream. So take that as you will. To me, to me, that just means they let him improv. <laughs> Line, I got it. I'll just yell "fuck." <laughs> My only problem with that movie is there's just no way that her she'd be able to drag that like weight a dead around, weight two hundred ten pound body around. Maybe like a couple times, but you're going to tuck yourself out doing that. I couldn't do like that. into a car, out of a car. Like yeah, I mean it's just mm-hmm. so that that but triggered like me. So to one of the three best gags or jokes in all of modern day cinema, one. Uh, the, you prompted my memory. It's um, the world, or not the world's end. This is the end. Um, when there's a crater, and one of uh, one of I, th- I actually think it's who's who's the guy I like so much. Crumholtz. Uh, yeah, I think Crumholtz is about to fall, 
And uh, Aziz is there, and he's like, you can support me, all of your weight, with one arm. And he's like, I got you. Just jump. I will hold. He's like, I weigh about 200 pounds. You can hold my weight, right? All of my weight on that one arm. He's like, I got you. And he jumped, and then he (laughs) fell into the abyss. That's one. Number two is the (laughs) other guys, or the good guys. The good guys, right? The nice the guys. guys. Whichever one's with Russell Crowe. We, we ran Mark this like a couple Wal- weeks ago. Oh, that's Mark the other Wahlberg, guys. Will Ferrell. Other guys. The yeah, other guys. guys. When they're like, aim the for the guys, bushes. The, nice the aim for the bushes joke with Samuel Jackson and The Rock. God. And then Burt Wonderstone. That movie's not great, but goddamn if that, <laughs> that, that movie isn't hilarious. That is funny. Um, what else has been? Oh, I watched. Uh, here's actually my main movie recommendation. I forget what I streamed this on. But it's called Cold Skin. Uh, it takes place right before World War One, and it's this guy essentially trying to escape society and his past by taking a year position on a lighthouse. But he finds out that occasionally at night, mermaid siren creatures come to the island and attack. But it's actually really sexy mermaids or like scary mermaids in between. The lighthouse mermaid with the big pussy. What? Have you seen that movie? Oh, The Lighthouse with, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I kind of forget it, What's though, with uh, Pattinson. Pattinson yeah. and... There's uh, a mermaid vagina in that movie? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Huh. yeah. It's been a second. Big. Uh, well, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks, <laughs> thanks, bud. Uh, check out Cold Skin, though. It's kind of interesting. It's more of, less of like a thriller. It's kind of action morality kind of thing, but it's a nice timepiece. The effects are good. It's from like 2019. Hadn't heard of it, but it was entertaining. It was pretty good. So I just saw a preview for a movie. I'm pretty excited. It's called Amsterdam, right? It's directed by David O. Russell, who did American Hustle, Joy, and The Fighter. Okay. Um, I mean, listen to the cast movies. in this. And this could be... So, okay. The the uh, overview is it's a period piece, an upcoming period mystery piece set in like the 20s. Okay. So I'm into that. And then the cast, it's Taylor Christian Swift. Bale, Taylor Swift, Margot Robbie, uh, John David Washington, Michael B. Holy Jordan, shit. Robert De Niro, Chris Rock, Rami Malek, Timothy Oliphant, Mike Myers, Zoe Saldana. We're getting and like a weird Michael crossover Shannon. of like huge great actors, then ra- like Mike Myers, like then just randoms. They're well, like huge and famous, but like not like critically acclaimed actors that do like. Oscar. So the question is though, is that a red flag when there's so many famous people in a movie? A, Often those don't work. A lot of, a lot time of the time it is, but I mean, occasionally you get. Oh, I was about to name Wolf of Wall Street, but that was mostly Leo. Uh, yeah, well. they do kind of fail. And here's the main problem: why they spend so much on the cast that it turns out they need more writers, right. and they need That's exactly they need right. A, they need to jump it up. Oh, do you want to know the all-time movie sounded perfectly made for the type of movie I want to see, but just did not work? Gangster Monuments Squad? Men. Oh, yeah. Monuments Men. You have been going Gangster on about Squad's that for up years. There. Well, no, God, because I was perfect. excited about Gangster Squad, and you were like from the get-go, that's going to suck. You're like, that is a paint-by-the-numbers <laughs> movie, and it's going to be bad. And it was. Look at them. Oh, it look at them. It looked great. The film, like the style, like the set decor, the costumes, it was all fine. The filming was fine. Turns out you can have everything, but if you're missing a plot, that wasn't the problem. The problem was their plot was the plot of every gangster movie, and you know the guy that's almost going to retire. Cameron, correction: the problem was it was the plot of every gangster video game. Yeah, there's just not enough nuance. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
Uh, I did finally get around to the new Bond. That's on Amazon. That's streaming for free right now. Uh, yeah. I'd say go. Can we talk about spoiler alerts? No, Can you we can't. Talk? Can I? Can... No, you cannot. That's it. We, we are not okay. a spoiler alert podcast. We've always said that. But the one thing I will say is it's not a secret, though, that. Sounds like he dies. No, but it's not a secret, though, that Daniel Craig has said that he's done with the James Bond franchise after this. Right. So this was kind of a send off. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I will say that was kind of fun, but like some people not might not like it, is it gets gadgeter, gadgetier than the other Bonds have been with Go Daniel Craig. Bond, so it yeah. seems like they were having a little more fun with this one. I do like Anna de Armas. Yeah. Martins with the, with the pew-pew guns on the side. Yeah, a little more shit like that. Anna de Armas is in it. I have a crush on her, so I don't hate that. But it was good. It was a little more gimmicky, but, like, it was fine. It was good. Good movie. Um, but, but I'm no expert in Bond, but he's my Bond now. He's my favorite Bond just because I'm more familiar with his movies. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Sean Connery's the James Bond, but everybody else, I think I like his movies the most. I'm a Everyone's fan got of that. Batman. Everyone's got their Bond. Mark, I believe yeah. you're Pierce Brosnan. I and am. I'm that one car salesman that was only in that one Bond movie and never acted again. That guy. Um, Lansbury. Something like that. Do we have a new Bond? Did they ever give us a new Bond yet? Or has it just been rumors? No, but I think it's wild speculation. I, I mean, think I feel like whenever Idris this happens, come though, up. I feel like... There, That'd be kind of cool. I'd like... I'd oh, like that'd be kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's always a pretty big gap, though, between these. I think we're going to have, like, well, by big, I mean at least five-year gap. <laughs> well, it really depends who owns their, uh, the their IP. Their inter- What's it called? IP? Yeah. Intellectual yeah. property. property. Whoever owns it. I mean, if it was Disney, they'd already have one out. It'd already be out. They'd have a series about it, too. Well, it just got out on streaming through Amazon, so it doesn't seem too connected to a lot of major players. Um, I feel like it's MGM, whoever MGM is, right? Yeah, I was about to say, I think it's MGM, so I guess that has affiliation through Amazon somehow. I know. Oh, they might have really just know. sold the rights to it. I mean, everyone just sells streaming rights to whatever. What else have you guys been watching? Anything else? Um, prompted from a, a, like an 80s, 80, late 80s, early 90s Tom Cruise movie, The Firm. Just watch oh, that movie. For the first time. I've actually never yeah. seen the Furb in its entirety. Just like corporate it's, espionage. It's really What's going long, on. Yeah, it's just about a yeah corrupt corrupt law firm. If I, but if I was to guess, I've seen sixty three percent of that movie, but never in its entirety in one sitting. I've just like caught most of the end, caught a it's lot a of the beginning. Yeah. Disjointed firm. That's tough. That's a tough go. Yeah. Well, I figure like there's this movie um, that came out a few years ago, like five years ago, starring Matthew McConaughey called The Lincoln Lawyer. Based it's off a courtroom drama book, I believe. Book, I think yeah. I read the. Book. I never caught that one, but I, I I'm I'm almost close to clicking it all the time. Time out. Time out. Isn't that a remake? Because didn't like Matt Damon make The Lincoln Lawyer? No. I might be thinking of someone thinking Rainmaker. Oh yeah, I sure am. Yeah, I am. Which is a very similarly like lawyer book based off thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes I go down rabbit holes. Uh, I went down a, when I watched the firm about six months ago, courtroom drama, nineties courtroom drama, watch the firm, watch Rainmaker, did a little runaway jury. You know how it is. I mean, for the last few days, I've just been watching Friends in the background because I've been busy as shit and I do not need to pay attention to anything. But I do get suckered in about 15 minutes every <laughs> once in a while of an episode where I'm like, oh, no, I'm watching. I like, can oh, tell yeah, you. Reese Witherspoon's in this. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Paul Rudd's in this. Uh, Gianna Ribisi. He's popped up a bunch of times without being introduced yet as, like, the brother character. He's just been, like, an extra so far in the first couple seasons. Oh, so I, do think he, I do think he was on a couple before he was dedicated a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, you know what I mean? he's, like, popped up three times and oh, I was, like, the guy on the street. I'll tell you a funny thing I watched for the first time in years. So, um, Meg and I were in the hospital for her delivery, right? Mm-hmm. But we had a lot of time before, like, the actual delivery, like, pushing started happening. We were, you know, just playing the waiting game. So, we tossed on um, The Office in the background because, like, oh, this will be on all day. 
But what's nice is there was a countdown in the corner for the MTV Music Awards. So all day I had a literal <laughs> countdown. And so eventually I'm like, this baby's going to be born just in time for us to watch the Music Awards. It wasn't. Uh, she was in labor. But, you know, eventually it repeated six times that I feel night. Like so I did watch it. Big night for Jack Harlow. Big night for Jack in Harlow. In our heyday, I feel like I was a, a bigger fan of the MTV Movie Awards. That's when we had all yeah, the parodies. I, that's where all the stars came out. Mm, those were the good ones. I would I would have loved did it to Andy be the Dick movie do both? Did he just do the movies? Him and Jack Black mostly sure did movies, movies, I believe. All I think the only stuff. person that really crossed over host music and movies was Jimmy Fallon. I think he did both. I don't even remember him doing any. Like a long time ago or recently? Oh, a long time ago. Although it is funny. So I did watch oh, this, wait, right? I do have a memory of him being very excited and have, introducing Guns N' Roses for something. Was he hosting that year? Future mm, Camera? That, I, I don't know. Grab a charger from my mouse. It's not working at all, so continue. Okay. No, no, but the funny thing about this is there was a countdown literally all day. So I'm like, oh, three hours until, you know, the music awards or Megan being born or <laughs> our kid being born. I mean, that's still pretty fun. It was, a, it was a good running joke that went on all day. So, you know, but like any good joke and callbacks or any classic, sometimes people are going to get annoyed during the middle of it. But you give it enough time. It becomes a classic. You keep calling it back. Oh, I have something for you you might like. I think it's called Little Evil on Hulu. It's another one of these shows that the animation looks very similar to Rick and Morty. So oh, I saw I saw that one. It might actually be from the same producers. Well, I think the voice. Yeah. Uh, so basic concept, a little girl's like the spawn of Satan, but it's like a funny kind of like deadbeat divorced dad thing where the devil's trying to get back in her life and her mom doesn't want any part of it. So... I think the voice of the devil is Danny DeVito, maybe, but it hasn't been like hilariously funny, but there's been a couple moments that have gotten me to chuckle. You might, you might enjoy it actually. If you check it out. Is it on Hulu? I think it's Hulu. Oh, uh, I, I don't have Danny Hulu DeVito. Is this an animated yeah, thing? Yeah. I think it's called little evil. It's like, uh, essentially the girl, this little girl is the spawn of I've Satan. I've heard about this. I watched like one episode yesterday. It was kind of funny. Another just background watch, but. Oh, it's, um, isn't he like a producer or director? Oh, he and might be. I think um, Danny DeVito's. And, uh, no, no, no. I think another DeVito's in it, too. Oh, yeah? Possibly. Oh, if, like if the do his daughter? Or... She might be one of the voices. Yeah. That could make sense. I think, I think that's a thing. Oh, well, that's fun. Uh, that's kind of all I watched this week. What about you guys? Anything else to wrap it up? I just have a throw off. I've been the new Master Chef. I don't know. Oh, nice. Funny enough, Ooh, that was nice. a new I Master, do like Master Chef. That was on in the background a second ago, too. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I don't, I, makes me, it always makes me hungry, but. Uh, you got to get down on My big thing is whenever I order shitty food like McDonald's, then I'll turn on a cooking show, and it makes me feel better about what I'm eating. That's the secret, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I'm having scallops uh, instead idea. of this big chicken. It works in the opposite for me. I watch it and then I get shitty food. It's like, well, I can't make that, but I can get McDonald's. It's a slippery slope for me. It's actually really bad. I mean, don't feel shame. That's about what I. That's what I'm going to do after this. I'm going to go get some white claws and some McDonald's and call it call it a day. Nice. Yeah. It looks like we're impeding Cameron on his destiny. <laughs> Jordan, any other <laughs> things you watched this week? Um, no, but I did. Re I did think of this uh, from last week's what you watching. Mm -hmm. I, I I forgot a movie that. That's gotten lost in the sauce. I suggested a, a bridge of Li bridge of spies. Oh yeah, you've been suggesting that for a hot minute. I'll get to. Is it on Ford anything? versus Ferrari? Yeah, it's on like Amazon one. Prime, right? Okay, then I can see that. I might get to Ford that one. versus Ferrari. I think is another movie that's gotten lost in the sauce. But also Hacksaw Ridge. Now I don't condone oh. Mel Gibson and anything he believes about Jews and probably a lot of things. But damn if he can't direct a movie. 
Check out Hacksaw Ridge. It's it from like it six years good. ago. It's pretty good. Oh, I also forgot oh, that my last. Really that was at least nominated. Yeah, it was right? up for some shit. It might have been Best Actor to Andrew Garfield, if I remember. Maybe. Uh, one other thing, I guess I did watch another uh, vampire movie that's also top ten on Netflix. Night Teeth. This one was actually a little more fun than the Jamie Foxx one, but the basic concept is an Uber driver picks up two vampires while they're going on a rampage to overtake the vampire throne. And he's just long for the ride kind of thing. So okay. check out Night Teeth. That one's actually kind of fun. And if you're going to do that or Day Shift, do Night Teeth. I can't see a thing. Jordan's holding something up. Night Teeth. I'll write that Oh, down. he's holding up Night Teeth. Yeah, it was pretty good. I don't know much about it, but it's reminding me of the... I, I looked up the, the movie poster. It reminds me of Constantine. Well... Constantine. Uh, Go check that out, too. Well, that's all I had this week. Any other final recommendations, boys? Uh, no, I'm just excited that we're starting to get into that um, sort of spooky Halloween month. Yeah, we start are. watching spooky some, time. Some horror thrillers. So, yeah. ooh, I did it. see that for the first time ever they are going to release Trick or Treat in the theaters this year. Yep, it's coming back for like 20. We're not over 15 year. I don't know, some sort of anniversary. It can't be that long, but you guys see that new Pinocchio with Tom Hanks? I haven't seen it. Seen the scary it. looking preview. I see that exists. You see about it though. What do you mean? Have you heard about it? Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, seen... yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I thought there was like controversy. It was like, what do you do? What did they do? No, no. I just like it's interesting. They're so if I could recast a Geppetto right now, anyone that I could think of, I would do the grandpa that reads the story um, of Princess Bride. That's your Geppetto. Sure. That's who you want. That's fine for me. Good Geppetto. Solid Geppetto. Might be my best recasting of all time. Well, <laughs> and on that high note, thanks for checking out what you watch and the bonus content from Cold Classics. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe, rate and review on whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want more content, make sure you check out Cold Classic Podcast, Urban Hermit, and I'm Not Crazy. We'll check you on the next one. Bye. Bye.